Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's wonderful to be here together today to celebrate in the birth of Christ. Let's just pray together. Our gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks that we are able to freely worship you. We are freely able to celebrate your birth here today. Lord, may we understand that gift more deeply and more fully today. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Wasn't the kids' talk amazing? Wasn't it great? Now, I was sitting down the front, and I actually missed out on how many people had opened presents already. So I'm going to do a quick survey because I want to know this. So, um, so how many people have opened at least one present? This is a raising of the hand kind of thing. Okay, so, so about half the churches have opened at least one present. So... How many, how many have opened all their presents? I saw some of the kids said, yes, they've opened all their presents. Good, there's a, there's a few, select few up the back. Oh, honest over here, fantastic. Um, how many uh, people are here who are waiting for church to finish so they can go home and open their presents? See, there you go. They're, they're the people are going, I like a short message on Christmas Day. You know, they're the ones going, oh, I just want to go, I want to go. Um, I, oh, look, I've got a Christmas present here. I've managed to get, um, I was given another one, which we're going to use later on. It's a pair of tongs. So, you know, but everybody else in our family are waiting, waiting for the their, their Christmas um, presents to be given out later on. But, um, you know, Glenda was talking about how presents are, are about love. But, you know, it, it, it's when we think about that, and, you know, there's this book called The Five Love Languages, and, and one, of the, one of the love languages is giving gifts. And I'll, I'll talk to the parents for a moment here. Um, when you give your gifts to a significant other, to your children, you give it from a sense of love, don't you? That you, that you think about that, that person there and you are trying to choose the best kind of gift for them to give to that person, not because the commercials and the TV have told you that this is what you should do, but rather because you love the person. And so you're giving from that sense of love. And that's what we're going to kind of express today. But I kind of need to tell you a little bit of kind of, because I'm new here and Annette and I are new here, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. When I was growing up, before I met Annette, in my family of origin, Christmas um, Gift-giving was a very more sombre kind of thing. And that's laughing here because she's experienced this. It, you know, it was a one-gift-at-a-time kind of giving. You know, and the person would give you the gift and before you could do anything, you'd have to open the card, read it fully, you know, and if it was a long, you know, essay written there, you'd have to read it and thank the person before you managed to move one piece of sticky tape. You know, if you touch that sticky tape before you read and said thank you, and then it went down the line, you know. Um, I got a shock that it was different when I went to a Nets family for Christmas. Um, it was a little bit more like rip and tear. And occasionally you might say, thank you very much for that. It was so wonderful. Um, and, and, you know, now we kind of have a little bit of a mixture of both um, in our house. It's a little bit more, you, you know, read the card, but rip and tear at the same time. It just depends who's, you know, you know the age of the kids and everything else. But, um, but what I want to explore with you today are two elements of the Christmas story um, that revolves around gift giving for you. 
Um, and, and the first is is the the magi, the wise men, the travelling, and and where we kind of get the the notion of giving gifts and stuff like that. And the second is actually about the birth of Jesus, so that that the baby Jesus that came into is a gift for all of us. So I'm going to share. We're going to put up on the screen for you. Um, a, a couple of verses from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 2, and then, and then we're going to jump down to 9 to 11. So verses 1 to 2, and, and, and this is the, the record that Matthew has around um, the wise men coming to, to come and pay homage to the birth of Jesus. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. And about that time, some wise men from the eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. And, and so moving on then to verse 9 to 11. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child was with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They had opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And here they are, these wise men, and and some ancient, you know, traditions there. Uh, they they were scholars. They were they were like royalty. Um, and, and they spent their time and they travelled and followed, but they were there standing, these wise, um, noble men were standing in a humble dwelling looking for a king that they knew were to be born because they followed the star from the east. And these wise men, they, they, they didn't come empty-handed they, they come knowing that it was customary to bring a tribute to a new king. They knew that they, there was something that they needed to do to bring, to give tribute to this king. And so they paid homage and tribute to this king by giving their gifts of frankincense and gold and myrrh. Now, when we think about that, they journeyed from a long different distance, but they gave because, because they had a respect, they had a devotion, because God had shown them that this star meant that a king was being born. And so their love and devotion of God brought them to that point, and they offered their gifts there to this baby king. And so we know we have this kind of notion of why we give gifts at Christmas time. And yet it kind of seems a little odd, doesn't it? We're not going and bringing a gift to give to Jesus. We give it to one another. Yet the wise men came and gave their gifts to the new baby Jesus. You know, Christmas kind of celebrates this tradition and traditionally over history, it has been about giving gifts. It's about giving gifts to one another and, and celebrating that because, because of Christ and the gift that Jesus gave. If we look at Christmas through a theological lens, through, through understanding it from the point of view of God, then Christmas is a celebration, and I'm going to use the theological word, of the incarnation of God. So in other words, it's, it's of God coming from heaven and being amongst us, being of human body and flesh, being here, 
Not just coming, poof, here it is, Jesus fully grown, but growing up from a baby to a man being there with us, being incarnate, being person with us. And Christmas is a celebration and a recognition a recon- of, of God coming in human form so that we may be reconciled back to God so our separation may be made null and we may have connection with God again. The heart of Christmas is God showing his great love for humanity through the birth of Jesus. The most famous of, of the Bible statements about Jesus is an explanation of why God sent his own son into the world comes from John 3.16, and we hear it so often, and it is used so often, but it gives us the understanding of why we are here at Christmas time. It says for the, and, and I'll read from the New Living Translation. I love that ver- version. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. That is the God's great gift of his incarnate son, Jesus born of flesh and blood, so that we may have eternal life if we believe in him. We also learn from the, the, the opening here, the angels opening a statement about to the shepherds in Bethlehem that we heard read already from Luke's gospel, that, that the birth of Jesus was wonderful news. It was good news. It was good news for everyone. It was a moment of celebration and rejoicing in, in, in Luke 2 verse 10. And we'll put that on the screen as well. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all of the people. We're going to leave it up there because I want you to look at three different aspects of this one verse. The good news of God's great love for us all at Christmas is worth celebrating because of these three reasons. First of all, it is personal news. I bring you, God is bringing you personally, each and every one of us here today. It is news for you. So this is the first thing. It is personal news. God is bringing this news for you. The second thing is it is positive news. So often we have so many terrible news around. This is positive news. It is good news of great joy. It is good news of great joy. And finally, the third thing is it is a news for everyone. It's not just for a select few. It is for all of the world, for all people. It doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, where you've been, how far you may have wandered from the faith. This news is for you, that God loves you. We've got these four big words up the front, are the, the words that revolve around Christmas, the words that to talk about who we are, who God is. We have the hope that we have that is in Christ. We have the peace that can only come through God. We have the joy of the birth of Jesus. And we have the expression of love that is made real through the birth of Jesus Christ that we celebrate today. This is great news for us. So this Christmas, in the midst of all the sharing, in the midst of giving gifts, in the midst of the frantic notion of rip and tear or the somber way of opening cards and reading, let us remember the sharing of God's great gift for you, for you and for you, for all of us, that Jesus came that we may have eternal life.
we may have salvation through Jesus. So let us just pray. A gracious, loving God, we love you. We worship you. We ask that you draw us close again. May we know you as our Lord and Saviour, afresh and today. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. And we know that the birth of Christ that was prophesied is fulfilled, that there is great love. As in Matthew 1 verse 21 said, and as Paul brought earlier today, and she will have a son who will be named Jesus and what he will save people from their sins. Thanks be to God for his amazing work done through Jesus. Amen.